0: Since the dawn of time, mankind
1: has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further, you're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell.
0: Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host Mel Alva, and here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. We're talking with Jeff Cadillac from 4C Lending Group, powered by Nexa Mortgage. With the current rate of inflation and interest rates going up, you need a company that can guide you through the mortgage search through these troubled waters. Jeff is the person to speak to and get the information that you need. Don't spend more money than you have to. That and more than this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. And uh, let me uh, have Mel, my co-host, join me, and she is Zooming in today. Mel, how are you? Oh, you know hanging in there, Steve, <laughs> hanging in there. How are You You know, it's another day and it's April and you know, it's, uh, coming up on Easter Sunday. And, uh, I, as everything else, you know, like we always say, life happens. And I know that's, oh, that's, that's definitely happening out. with you. Yes. It's beautiful outside. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, yes. it's great. It's a great time to be living in the Valley of the sun. Absolutely. This is
1: true. Absolutely. Is
0: true. And, um, you know, uh, we we hope that uh, all those other life issues that uh, you're experiencing just uh, get resolved as soon as possible.
1: I really hope so, and uh, thank you for you know allowing me to just come on uh, air and say hi to everybody. Um, but uh, yeah, I will have to go um, after our you know first segment here. Unfortunately, I've got leaks and all kinds of stuff going on uh, and the high rise. So welcome to my world.
0: That's <laughs> no, okay. That's one thing you can't design out. And that's when leaks happen. No, no, that's I un- right. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> you no, know. however, you know, that's, that's why we have great plumbers. <laughs> that's right. This is true. This is true. But, uh, let's get into our discussion. Um, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about, you know, and obviously it, it, you see it in the news every day and you're, t- and you hear everything that's going on, you know, we're going through some really, well, let's say we're going through some strange times economically here. And uh, with inflation, you know, the highest it's been since uh, the Jimmy Carter era, uh, it's, it's, it's driving up interest rates and uh, the feds keep, you know, kicking up the interest rate. Uh, and it's, it's causing a little bit of havoc in the, in the housing market. Uh, it's, it's doing a lot of strange things. And for those of you who really don't have the time to figure it out, we've got the person here that's going to actually figure it all out. I'm sure he's got it figured out already, but he's going to tell us about it. And that's Jeff Cadillac from 4C lending group. And Jeff, thanks for being on Boxcar universe and being a long time, uh, guest, on Image Home Improvement Show as well. Hey, Steve. Thanks, man.
1: I appreciate being here again.
0: Yes, it's good to have you back on the show.
1: Welcome, Uh, Steve.
0: But, uh, so anyway, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about 4C Lending Group and then we can kind of get into some of these things that are affecting our lives, especially the people that, uh, you know, maybe are thinking of buying or selling a home. And, you know, is it the right time or not? You know, I think uh, a lot of people are just, frozen in time
1: Cause, yeah because they don't you know, know what
0: decision to make
1: yeah yeah um yeah it, it, it's been tough i mean there's no doubt we were on a uh we were all drinking out of a fire hose for about two or three years with interest rates as low as they were you know they were artificially deflated for us to be able to kind of control our economy as we we're going through that that c word 19 that i hate saying anymore. Um, But uh, reality is uh, what I do, I've been a banker for almost 30 years now, Um, or should I say I was a banker 27 of the last 30. And um, what the 4C Lending Group is really, I've I've, I've associated myself with the, the largest mortgage broker in the country. So what I like about what I'm able to do is I have more products, more loan programs. Better rates. I'm not supporting Ivy Towers to you know build into the rates and 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 uh, give my customers the the rate that that my bank can go give them. I'm able to shop over 200 lenders at any given time to find out who's trying to buy the market at any given time. Um, believe it or not, lenders will buy markets in certain areas. So one day they'll be given really great rates in Arizona, and then two weeks later they won't because they fill the hedge fund. So. One thing I learned in the business is that I wasn't able to help all my clients, so I moved my business to a platform that allows me to access over 200 lenders, shop whatever loans my clients need, and uh, not be sitting in a corporate office telling me what loan I have to sell this month because it's better for the bank. Um, so that's what I do. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, love it, doing it. it. Should be it should be better
0: for the client, not yeah. necessarily the bank. If you're yeah, looking on, at it from a consumer standpoint, yeah,
1: on average, a broker's cost to do a loan is about eight thousand dollars less nationwide for a consumer, and that's just because we don't have the overhead. But um, yeah, great company, love it. Uh, been here for a number of years, and we started as a small company. Now we we are the largest within about three years.
0: Well, That's pretty good, and, and considering, and that's the last three years, considering the way the market has gone and and changed. Uh, it's it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's uh well it's it's been a phenomenal ride. I and mean, we were talking a little bit about um, you know, uh the inflation, all that stuff. That's definitely taking effect on our market, as you know. We've seen a um a slowdown for sure. Um the thing that that really uh I should say drives me nuts is the, the clickbait that's out there in the world today, telling everybody the market's coming to an end. The world's coming to an end housing prices are dropping by 25% when all the statistics don't show that at all. And that's, that's kind of the the funny part, but it it worked well for clickbait and it scares a lot of people into jumping into the housing market. Sounds like a bunch of fake news. It is. Uh, (laughs) You know, I, I, real estate is a, is a micro uh, economic uh, asset. It's not a national asset. So what I mean by that is that, um, you know in arizona we're still going strong um one of the biggest problems nationwide is we have 5.1 million home or our housing inventory is short by 5.1 million homes at this point in time so we have a housing shortage in our market so interest rates definitely cooled down the market for sure no doubt um people were seeing you know their payments you know on a 400,000 dollars home about seven eight hundred dollars more a month now on a 30-year mortgage but you know the the market will always uh, correct what the problem is, so there's always solutions for those those problems. Um, but as far as inflation is concerned, um, that's what's causing this uh, high interest rate, which we all believe is going to be much much better by the end of this year. And I, I'm I'm predicting because I'm listening to a lot of our our uh, our um, economists that that by mid May we're going to see rates start to drop down and and continue to go down until the end of the year.
0: Okay. Do you think that that's going to happen, despite what the Feds are doing?
1: Yeah, the Feds over the bond market is not reacting to the Feds. That's a big mis- misconception. I mean, the bond market definitely is paying attention to what the Fed is doing by raising the prime. But in most cases, the bond market's looking at what the bond market's doing. Who's buying bonds? Who's you know? If p- more people are buying bonds, then interest rates are going down. When prices go up, rates go down. And when people are pulling their money out of bonds and security, then rates will go up. Um, but the thing that's really been driving this whole thing is inflation. So um, you know, as as far as inflation is concerned, you to start seeing the numbers getting better. Prices are still, you know, a little bit high in in, in most parts of the country. Matter of fact, I was reading something that we are probably one of the highest here in Arizona, um, as far as inflation. But um, you know, the, the reality is it's the, the the income will always catch up, or the banks will always figure out ways to lend money to buy to help people buy homes um we're not looking at a 2007 8 9 scenario right now because it's com- it's a completely different market compared to what we were doing back then when we had too much inventory we were overinflated too many homes too many investors in the market buying homes and um you know that just created a, an over oversupply and it's a supply and demand issue as far as we're concerned we also have the highest um, generation meaning age age group between 30 30 28 I'm sorry 28 and 39 um, we have the highest uh, demographic now of people who want to buy homes um, since we've had since 1991. So there's a lot of people that I don't care, you know, where interest rates are. They don't want to live with mom and dad anymore. Um, they don't want to, you know, you know, be living with with their mother-in-law. They they just want to move out and get their own home. They have a family. They're outgrowing their apartments. They're outgrowing the, the one or two bedroom. Um, homes they bought when they were, you know, single, and now they got married, and now the family's growing. They have to buy homes, and that's what our challenge is right now. And as far as I see in the nation, um, we're not, we're not, we're not providing enough supply for for the demand at this moment. It's, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's pretty amazing
0: how things fluctuate. You know, we have had uh, Mel and I have had a few millennials on the show uh, in the past, and you know, we we wanted to see what their opinion was about, you know, you know, going out, buying a home, getting a traditional 30 year mortgage, you know, versus doing something maybe a little different and going into like a small, you know, a smaller container home that's less money and that they can literally go back and maybe outright buy and put somewhere without having, um, you know, a four or $500,000, you know, not so to speak that they have to pay off in 30 years because they don't view it. Like they don't want to get bogged down in a 30 year mortgage. Right. Which is, um, I can understand that, you know, but, uh, I don't think in years past that, that, that option, you know, was, uh, was very attractive to a lot of people, but it was the only option, you know, until, uh, how many years ago? All of a sudden, you start seeing commercials on TV that say, "Oh, yep, I got, let's get a 15-year mortgage." You know, you cut your rate down like dramatically, and and that then when that started happening, then I I think I started seeing a lot of people that were were interested. And it's not for everybody, but you know, if you can afford to do a 15-year mortgage and your your payments a little higher, the overall cost
1: is going to be considerably less. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, the 15-year mortgage is great. But again, you got to realize, Steve, we always have to look at their income and their debt-to-income ratio. So when you amortize over a 15-year period versus a 30-year period, your payment's going to be higher. Therefore, your debt is higher. Your monthly debt is higher. So, um, you know, the 15-year mortgage, not that it's not there, but some people are right now going, you know, trying to get into the the, the adjustable rate mortgages, three, you know, a three-year adjustable, five-year adjustable, 10-year adjustable um, as a plan. Uh, but, you know, as far as affordability, it's always going to be based on what their debt-to-income ratio is, which is where incomes are going to catch up at some point with – Um, interest rates, as they always do, or as the banks have done with the three, two, one buy downs, the two, one buy downs and the one, one buy downs, they are um, creating lower payments for the borrower and getting into the house the first one, two or three years. So again, the 15 year is a great product when you're trying to pay your home off fast. um, But it's not a great product. If you're trying to squeeze somebody into a, you know, $2,500 payment, Uh, or a $3,000 payment uh, based on a $400,000 home. So, uh, you know, interest rates will come down, I believe. Like I said, I think we're going to be in the mid fives by the end of this year. And that's where, you know, I'm I'm advising most of my clients is either one, do do an adjustable rate to get in now, keep your your payment low. Or because sellers um, have been giving more concessions over the last, I mean, in Arizona, we have an average concession right now about $9,000 per contract. Which wasn't around last year. I mean, we we, we were doing multi you know multi bidding uh, 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 offers on you know put a home on the market and you had twenty seven offers in one day.
0: I remember that,
1: that, yeah, yeah, and that's 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 believe it or not still happening in some parts of the some parts of the country. Um, and that's that's kind of why we you know when we first discussed how it's a micro uh, asset, um, you know, I, I have loan officers that I train in Florida, Georgia. I mean, we're a nationwide company. And um, they're still in they're still in bidding boards right now in some parts of the country. But you wouldn't know it if you looked at YouTube, uh, you know, thumbnails. Uh, you would think the world is falling apart. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you just never you know, know. I, never, I never. had one client that wanted to, you know, she wants to hold off because she got she read something about Goldman Sachs predicts a twenty five percent decrease in pricing. Well, you know, unless something you know so catastrophic happens in this country, that's not going to happen. In in Every area in the country. It may happen in some areas. You know, it may happen in some small town in Wisconsin, but it's not going to happen in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, where we we've seen a a, a, pri- a price drop literally eight percent in twenty twenty two, and now we've seen a three and a half percent increase in the first three months of twenty twenty three. But we've also most people forget we've had one hundred and twenty one consecutive months of appreciation on real estate. So yeah, you're going to have you got to take a stop sooner or later and take big, a little dip. There's a big adjustment
0: coming. Absolutely.
1: 81 years of appreciation though in real estate. So, you know, you can't really knock out real estate, no matter how you do it. If you're buying for a home, you know, people shouldn't be buying homes for appreciation. Now, if you're an investor, that's a different, there's a different game. It's a different game.
0: All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, Jeff's going to guide us through some more of the ever changing world of mortgages. And I've got some other questions that I want to ask Jeff. And I'm sure there's some that, uh, you are interested in hearing answers for. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Car Universe. You may not believe this, but smart home technology can be traced back to 1975 to the first home automation platform when the X10 was invented. In 48 years, things have come a long way. To truly have a smart home today, the homeowner needs to make a smart decision and call a premier high-tech company. That company is Mythic Sound, Lighting, and Shade. Mythic can simplify your life with home automation, home security, home theater, Lighting and Shade plus outdoor and indoor home audio, custom designed to fit your lifestyle. For the finest in products and services, visit their website at mythicsls.com, that's m y t h i c s l s.com or call them today for a free consultation at 602-329-4252. That's 602-329 Four two five two. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe right here from the, uh, as we always love to say, the palatial. Boxcar Universe Studios right here in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona. And we are here with Jeff Cadlick and we are talking about the uh, ever-changing world of mortgages. And I don't care if it's a mortgage for your home, for your container home, for your tiny home, whatever it is. You know, there are issues that you've got to deal with from a financial standpoint which, um, as all of you know who have been a a follower of my show for throughout the years, you know, we always think about the nuts and bolts that go into a home as well as how you get there, and that's what counts as well. And that's one of the things that Jeff can help us with and has been doing for uh, many, many years, helping people figure out how they're going to afford their dream home, if that's what it is, or maybe it's a temporary home or whatever kind of home it is. You know, I think, Jeff, you will agree. I mean, that's what everybody says the American dream is to get uh, to own their own home. But, you know, it's sometimes it's a little difficult on how to get it. One of the things that I saw that I'm um, interested to get your take on is, you know, um, throughout the last, we'll say, three years, four years or so, rental rates have just like. Gone through the roof, and and I don't know, if, you know. I think that had a, a lot to do with what was going on in the economy and everything else. But how do the current rental rates compare to people that are looking for homes that may be able to afford the the current mortgage rate? But uh, I mean, you know, for a for a st- for a, a two standard two bedroom apartment in a decent area here in the Valley of the Sun, I mean, you're playing like you're paying like two grand for, and, you know, you think about that. I mean, I know, you know, with the house that I used to have, my mortgage rate was several hundred dollars less than what the rental rate is now. So it's like, you know, where are we with that? You know, looking at both of those things in uh,
1: 2023. Well, as far as rents are concerned, I mean, it, it, it will just attribute to what we discussed a little earlier that there's a housing shortage. So when you have housing sh- shortages, landlords can charge more, bottom line. But if someone's, and I'm just going to try to do some quick math here. So if someone was paying $2,000 a month in um, in for a mortgage, they're going to use about, yeah, so they'll use about $1,700 of that would be for their principal and interest payment, right? Right. Uh, rates right now, are floating anywhere between six and a quarter and seven and a half percent, depending on your credit, depending on your down payment. There's a lot of variables that go into that. Um, it's, and so um, just putting that into perspective um, on a 30 year and I'll just go at mid range at six and a half, they can probably afford about with a 20% down 268,000 in a mortgage and with a 20% down about a $336,000 home. Now that's, that's the challenge that most um, borrowers are fighting today is that when you did that last year or a year and a half ago that same person could afford a $378,000 mortgage. So we've lost about 100K in buying power, right? But what's going to happen is because, and it's happened before, we saw this happen um, back when we were having bidding wars and we had, you know, in in, in the early 2000s, um, there's going to be a time where uh, people can't afford to buy a house. So what do they have to do? They have to rent. So if there's more renters, what happens to prices of rents? they gonna go I up. have a house coming up for rent this this month, and um, you know, as far as I'm seeing, the rents actually can be about two hundred dollars more than what I'm charging my tenant right now, and uh, so that's the other thing. Now, the other the other part of that equation, Steve, is we're talking about inflation all the time. One thing I know I've realized is that what used to cost you know maybe five hundred dollars to fix something in my house now it costs me eight hundred dollars to fix my house. What used to cost me you know four thousand dollars to replace roof now cost me seven thousand dollars to replace a roof so inflation plays a big part in that so but yeah I mean if you're if you're if you're trapped in a rental situation you're the only thing you can do is to try to get out of that so you can lock your rent payment down for a long period of time which is why I advise any young young couple that hey if you can at least control your monthly budget of your housing expense you're going to be in much better shape than if you let the landlord just keep raising your rent every every time the renewal comes up to three hundred dollars
0: yeah because and i know for a fact you know one of the things that uh you know (coughs) the the apartment that i'm living in right now the uh, parent company actually surprised me i got an email a few weeks ago where they turned around and they had uh like a a one-time first come first serve offer where they offered to extend your rental agreement eight months at the current rate, believe it or not. I mean, within hours that opportunity was gone because they were only taking 16 homeowners or I should say renters to be able to take advantage of that. So they basically locked in the same rate that they have. And you know that if, when the mortgage rate was coming back around that they were probably looking what maybe eight ten percent increase, maybe more depending on you know who the who the parent company is. So, uh, they you had an opportunity to save some money if you were going to stay put. Um, this was a good deal, right? right. So, so it it just it just like you have to take advantage of some of these things when they come around because otherwise the money just seems with the inflation rate that just keeps flying out of everybody's wallet, right?
1: No, it's 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 it rent rent rents will always um, you know increase enough where people will hurt enough to go buy a house and, and accept the seven seven percent rates. I mean, we've seen seven seven and a quarter percent this year, um, which was insane to everybody that was in our industry. We literally just saw saw rates increase so fast and the affordability. And I read something years ago that every time rates increase a quarter point, interest rates increase a quarter point. There's about a million people in America that just now got knocked out of buying a home. Know. And we've seen rates increase almost, you know, double. I mean, I think by the time we, we walked into 2022, we were sitting, you know, rates were sitting probably in the in the in the you know low fours. They were starting to creep up, but nowhere near where they are now. But if you go back until 2021, I mean we were in three and a quarter, three and a half, now we're at seven. So that's a lot of borrowers that can't, a lot of people that have to rent because they can't afford it unless they find other solutions, which there are, there's always a solution if you can figure it out and and, and, and have the right conversations. Because sometimes it's, hey, let's bring mom and dad into this situation that can help you or, or, or a family member who can help co-sign on a loan and, and, and you can borrow their debt to income because debt to income is the number one thing we have to look at with everybody is that if your income exceeds 45%, I'm saying your debt exceeds 45% of your income, well, that's that's your max buying power, forty five percent in general. In general, so renters that come to me and say, "Hey, I'm paying twenty five hundred bucks a month, or you know, two thousand a month," um, we do their debt to income ratio. they are like, "Yeah, well, you're living at sixty percent debt to income ratio right now." Uh, landlords don't care as much about debt to income ratios as you know the banking industry does. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Oh, that's pretty amazing.
0: Uh, Jeff, have you seen any uh, movement? I remember, you know, we had this discussion a while back about people that are interested in getting construction loans
1: mm-hmm.
0: for building. Oh, yeah. how, how is that affected, you know, when you think of the construction loan, I remember when I built my home, we did, we did the construction loan. And then once we were just about done, then it was converted into a regular mortgage. Are construction right. loans that accessible in today's market?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's 100% construction loans right now for veterans. Um, I, have, I have stuff as low as 5% down. Um, and it's a, it's a one-time one time loan. So the, the banks, uh, like I said earlier, I, I work with about 200 banks. Um, we have a nice algorithm software that I put in people's scenarios and boom, pops out the six or seven banks that work based on their <clears throat> variables, credit score, locations, um, income levels, all that stuff. But yes, there is plenty of... Um, construction permanent loans or permanent uh, construction loans that we can turn into a permanent loan, but it's just a one loan. So it's called a one-time close.
0: <clears throat> okay. And, and then th- do they, uh, do they need anything to, to be able to qualify for that? Do they need to put money down on that or is it just go based on your credit score?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if you're a veteran, there's a hundred percent financing. They do have hundred percent financing for veterans, but um most people will have to put something down five percent ten percent down on the you know land and we can use the land as part of their down payment um but the loan can literally help them purchase the land and build a build the home right but, so they've but they've got to have some skin in the game unless they have va benefits that we can use yeah
0: i i hear what you're saying but you know when you think about it when you uh put this, you know, you'd have to obviously have to try and put a plan together. But like we, we had said, okay, so, you know, people ask, well, you know, can you predict where things are going, you know, like in the next five years, well, you know, I think, uh, unless you have a crystal ball in front of you, uh, and, and part of it's divided up to, you know, inflation, mortgages, uh, income, credit score, and all those different things, because everything probably just changes on our, on a daily basis. Really?
1: Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, there's really no way to predict. I mean, no one predicted what's where the rates are today. I mean, in my, in my, in my long career, my my three decade long career, I've never seen rates move this fast. Um, And, and as you said, we were talking a little bit earlier. I'm not sure we were talking about recording or before the show started, But you know, the fed is doing everything they can to control that. But one of the biggest problems we have right now is overspending. I mean, we are printing too much money, which is creating the problems that we're, we're, we're dealing with. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen rates move this fast, but to predict the next five years, um, if I could, Steve, like, like, like I say to many people, I wouldn't be doing what I do if I knew how to predict the market, (laughs) right? I'd, I'd be sitting on a beach. Sucking down my ties with a cigar in my hand, you know, and just, just creating on my laptop every day and making millions. Um, but, you know, so it, it, we're it's going to get, I mean, my belief is it's going to get back to where rates are going to come down to the fives. The housing market's going to start heating up again. And I think that's part of the, the, the game that the Fed's trying to do is kind of slow down the, the housing market um, because they're aware of our inventory issue. But um, the market's gonna start heating up again. We're gonna start getting back into bidding wars because even within the last probably 30 days, I've seen my activity start to pick up, which tells me a couple of things. One, people have realized that rates are not gonna come down back to three and they're just gonna do it. Because I know a lot of people have uh, sit down and wait for rates to come back down. Um, two, they, you know so they've they gotten accustomed to it, right? They've gotten accustomed to higher rates. Number two, they're basically gonna, um, uh, find out that their rents are going up, like you said, <laughs> and you know, Hey, if I got to pay an extra 200 bucks a month in rent, let's see what we can buy. Um, sure, But um, I, I think it's, it's it's just a matter of people who come into the realization that this is the new, this is the new world we live in for real estate. And it's really not a new world because remember back in 2002, three, four and five, we were in the rate, we were in the sixes and fives
0: and six. Yeah, That's I rem, I remember, so, yeah, and even for going further back, I remember when I moved to Arizona back I, in 89 and 90, the rate was 10%. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. At, at, and back in those days, it's like 10% seemed to be a blessing
1: mm-hmm. because
0: it wasn't lower than that. And when it started really dropping down below 10, I'm like, everybody's like, How come we didn't have this before? But it was just the you know sign of the times,
1: right? Yeah, it's 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 you know all all the indicators are saying that you know this is all designed to control um, inflation, get things back under control. You know, again, I I hope it does. You know, I hope it works. I think they thought they'd cool down the housing market, but as what I'm seeing right now, I believe we're going to be in a very hot market. Come come the end of this year and beginning of to of 2024, where we're going to be back to bidding. I don't know if we're ever going to get to the 2030 bids, you know, offers on a home the first day, but um, it's happening in other parts of the country right now. You know, that's just it, it's 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 all depends on the areas. And we have a ton of people moving here from other states, specifically California, New York, Chicago. They're just done with the cold weather, done with, you know, high taxes and they're moving here.
0: Yeah,
1: Absolutely. But, uh, country.
0: <laughs> do you, uh, do you believe that, you know, um, houses, the, the value of the homes during this, this
1: correction that we're in will depreciate at all? Um, well, they always have to come down. Um, I'm like, we, we said it, but we've had 121 months of consistent appreciation. So, you know, we're talking 10 years of housing where it hasn't gone down since 2013, 2014. We finally had a correction last year, um, but you I to realize here in Arizona, I think we had an, uh, an average appreciation in the over a five-year period, of about 80%. So it's, you know, we had so much appreciation in some parts of the country and some parts didn't see that. Um, and it's all about demand, where people are coming. Do I see prices going down? Well, they're always gonna correct themselves, but they're always gonna come back again, because I, I truly believe right now with our inventory shortage, um, you know, people and I, and I try to tell a lot of clients, listen, I know it hurts for the payment right now, but we could you, you marry the home and you date the rate because we can always get you out of that 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 rate later. Um, and there's other options. Uh, if everything comes according to plan in the next two or three years and we do three, two, one buy downs and things like that for them, we're going to keep their rate. You know, I can literally get somebody a three percent rate now out the reality it is I can from a six six five four and a uh six five four and three but just with three three two, one buy down so they're making that payment which is paid for by the seller's concessions and so it's not coming out of their pocket and if they decide to um, refinance in the next one two or three years all the money that the seller conceded to them can be used for their refi because it's in a separate escrow account so really what a, what a three two one buy down is to get you know, not to be too technical is that money is put into an escrow account to make up the difference in payments. So the bank puts, uh, you know, if it's you if $20,000 in concessions, the bank's gonna break that over 36 month, months and just take a payment from you and a piece out of your escrow account. When you decide to refinance, the piece that's sitting in that escrow account that's left over can be reduced from your principal balance, and now you've kept it all. So it's unlike a discount point, which, you know, you never do in a market like this, especially if you believe rates are going to be coming down. So the market will always adjust to what the market needs. I should say, banks will always adjust to what the market needs, and that's what we've been doing over the last probably four or five months, which is why I believe that we're starting to heat up again. You
0: know, it's just it's just an ongoing chess match, the way I see it. It just you just have to be you have to be out and you know g- gain the knowledge that you need to actually make decisions in your choice. You know, in to to do what you need to do for your particular situation and I think that's why it's important like I had said earlier in the show that you have to have someone like yourself having the knowledge and the know-how to uh, guide you through those troubled waters of uh, is it time to buy a house is it not time it should I rent you know what am I looking at in the next three years and I think probably the only thing that you might have a little bit of control over in predictability is where you are in uh, you know, your earnings and what you expect to have, you know, what you have now and what you expect to have, say in the next two or three years, are you on an in, you know, are you on an upswing in knowing that there's a correction that's going to be coming, you know, is it like, is it later this year? Is it next year? Is maybe next year is your better time to wait until, you know, these are things you've got to, you've got to you know balance out in your in your in your mind but i think the earnings that you actually are making now and where you're going are is probably about it's not totally predictable but at least you have some control over where you're going with that so um at least you could set a goal and try and navigate towards that goal
1: yeah yeah, there's a, uh, I mean, it, it, I, most calls I get from my clients and, and God knows I have a lot and I appreciate every single one of them. The, the call I get normally or the text I'll get is, hey, is it a good time to sell my house? Those, you know, and that's people that are in the, in the, in the seller's market. They're, and I, I can't really answer that for anybody and, and honest because it's like, well, what's your situation?
0: <laughs> well, everybody. Well, I asked that when I went in, yeah. in in 2020. Is this a good yeah. time to sell my house? And at that, yeah. that time, it was like things were just like going wild. I mean, as far as right. there were appreciation was going up
1: like daily. Yeah, people overbidding for houses. Yeah, which you know, it kind of stopped probably about June of last year, April, May, June of last year. Um, but one thing you can count on if you're renting is that your rent will go up. And you know, what what you have to really look at is say, okay, my rent's twenty five hundred, a mortgage is twenty seven hundred, I get twenty eight percent. I'm just using that as a tax average tax deduction. There's twenty eight percent of your income um, is being taxed. I get a nice tax deduction, which real estate gives you, which kind of brings you back down to where you were paying in rent. Which for years I've told people that, you know, your your equivalent mortgage payment and twenty, your your rent add twenty eight percent to it, and that's what you should be paying in a mortgage, and you're going to get. Your net net at the end of the year is the same as if you were paying, you know, three thousand dollars for a mortgage versus. I don't know. I'm not using the exact twenty eight percent number here, but twenty five hundred is your rent. Three thousand for the mortgage. Twenty eight percent of three thousand, you know, is about seven hundred fifty bucks a month. So I mean, there there's your number right there that you're going to get a refund, um, or you just change your tax exempt status with your employer, um, and now you're you're looking at the same payment you would be making rent, but you have control over that. now you're, you don't have control over whether your landlord next month or two months or a year from now raises your rent by two, 300 bucks. Yeah. Then it could, and it far, could definitely you, happen. You've enjoyed, you've enjoyed no tax deductions. You've enjoyed no appreciation. Um, and you're still paying rent to a guy and paying his mortgage off. That's yeah. <laughs> It's just amazing.
0: Jeff, how can our listeners contact you?
1: Um, oh, I'm easy. Just, uh, text me at my, uh, text me or call me at 480- 241-4663. And uh, my other option is you can always go to my website, which is low rates, And right there, you can do all sorts of fun stuff. And if uh, anybody wants to keep a track on their, their uh, home uh, values, they can go to that site and uh, get get a get an update on that every month. I have a system that tracks all my clients homes so and tell them whether it's gone up, whether it's gone down, where interest rates are, how much equity is in your home, et cetera. So, that's a real cool tool that uh, keeps everybody in the in the in in the, in line with what's happening in the market. You know,
0: you know, Jeff. There's always two things that I've learned during the course of all the time we've known each other that I can always count on. I can always count on great information, and I can always count on some really unique, clever dot coms from you.
1: well you know most of the good ones are taken so you got to get creative
0: i know know. you think you come (laughs) up with some really great creative ones that i enjoy listening to them yeah you've had a few over the years that uh that i remember we promoted on on the show
1: remember that one when i was buying flips and and back in the day
0: yeah uh, i remember that was
1: this house that was one that i enjoyed yeah sell their homes and i was buying them and we were buying a lot of them
0: I had, you know, had a flashback the other day. I had to go down to the the court building down in Phoenix where the outside area was where on every Tuesday they used to go auction off the homes that all the flippers used to buy. It's like mm-hmm. I had a flashback there when I met some of the, some of the guys from uh, some of the old shows that we used to watch and have on, on their, our, our good old friend, Doug Hopkins.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't talked to Doug in a while. I should give him a call. I haven't spoken to him in a while, but I see his commercials on TV every day.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll buy your house <laughs> sight unseen in his sleep. Don't worry yep. about it. We'll send you a check. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, Doug's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good. I've known Doug for probably twenty-something years. A guy we started in the business back in yeah, it was about twenty nineteen ninety-five when I first got here in Arizona.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if we'll ever get back to to a, an environment where that would be viable again. Because you know, I think a lot of people out there, you know, and I I've met a, a ton of those people that were doing flippers, doing flips and stuff. But uh, you know, the conditions, like everything else, has to be right for that. Do you think we'll ever get back there?
1: Well, you know, we hope not, right? Um, the, the 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 thing that that's the other stat that you know you know the clickbait out there doesn't tell you that you know they'll say, oh my God, foreclosures have gone up by fifty percent since 2022 and you're like yeah but we had six of them <laughs> right so now we have 12 this year so that means the market's falling apart that's the gimmicks that are played with the and i call it defund the media but that's the gimmicks defund that are being played funny. all the time that clickbait to sell everybody viagra and whatever else they can sell you that's right but it's, 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 a, it's amazing to me that you know if you look at foreclosure rates and i i watch a, a local economist here in the valley um the cromford reports uh, which we look at. And, you know, when you see those reports, you realize, you know, it, it, nobody's panicking. Nobody's, you know, losing, you know, lo- well, it made some, of, some of the dot-com buyers out there had to, are taking hits right now, just trying to unload their portfolio. But, um, you know, right now, the market to me is still strong. Um, we're still seeing, uh, I mean, definitely, if you compare it to, you know, the last three years, it, it feels slow. But it's actually, being in the business for so many years, it feels almost normal again, where we're just at a normal pace, instead of, you know, my phone's ringing 60 times a day, trying to get prequels for people and refinances and all that stuff. So to everybody, it feels slow, but, you know, if you're in a, if you're, imagine being a, a stock car racer in Indy, you know, at the Indy 500, you just spend three hours at five on a 500 mile race, at 220 miles an hour, and then you get into your Prius to drive home. That's going to feel really slow. <laughs> <To> your Prius.
0: <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I mean, I, you know, thank God I don't have to go outside and get in my Prius. Yeah, A little bit. I have a little bit bigger vehicle than the Prius.
1: <laughs> I got. I, I got a Ford. What do you call it? Not a Ford. I got a. I do have a Ford. I had a Ford Mustang, but I went with the other one. There? The Ram 1500, the gas-guzzling pig. Oh my God, be careful. The Jeep Renegade is a fun one too. uh, I'm I'm sorry. The the Jeep Rubicon is a fun one too. That thing's like two miles to the gallon. It's just pathetic.
0: All right, I promise I won't report you. (laughs) Especially on. i got to buy a
1: Tesla next. The Volvo is almost done, so that's going to be a Tesla, I promise, or something.
0: Especially
1: around town spending gas.
0: Especially with Earth Day coming up. So make sure. (laughs) All right, Jeff Cadlick, with us from 4C Lending Group. Uh, Always a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, I want to remind all our listeners that the uh, big Earth Day celebration that Mel and I are going to be at in downtown Phoenix at the Arizona Science Center is on April 22nd. Come down and see both of us. We're going to be down there and we're going to be talking about sustainable lifestyle living, as well as there's a whole bunch of other uh, vendors going to be down there. Um, it's going to be a great day talking about things to, uh, living a greener life and a more sustainable life, which is always what we try and talk as well as talking about container homes. And if you were interested in taking a look at maybe having a container home in your future, let Mel and I, Uh, design and build your next dream container home. And I remind all of our listeners that you could contact us at boxcarliving at gmail.com and steve at boxcaruniverse.com. And Boxcar Universe can be uh, heard on any podcast player on the planet. And as always, remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great week.